Thing, and we're going to do the intro in maybe five, four, three, two, one intro. Cell phones on silent and shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> the show is about to begin. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck and I will be your hostess with the mostest. And this is a pre-record because I am on hiatus and I know and I'm enjoying my hiatus. I'm enjoying my hiatus. I am not, I'm not doing things, but I'm still watching things and I've got some stuff to say and I got some things that I want to talk about and I've got some things that I want to show you. So I'm going to do a pre-record and we might actually do these over the next few weeks while I'm on this hiatus. I just can't commit to the lives every week. And so, but I got shit to say, and I got stuff to say that takes more than a minute, Sonia. And Sonia is backstage with me still. <laughs> she rushed home. I'm like, I'm messaging her this morning. I'm like, Hey, I, I got some things to say. I got some things to say. She's like, well, I'm going to be out noon. And I'm like, I, but I got some things to say right now. And that's just, I'm like the worst boss. Cause I'm like, I, I'm waiting. Cause I wanted her to be here. Cause it's more fun when Sonia's here. Hi, Sonia. So welcome to the show. You guys, again, I've got some things that I want to talk about. Um, today's show is brought to you by Mrs. Rogershood.com. If you go to www.rogershood.com and use Shipra 10 to get all of your wellness kit needs, you get 10% off if you use our code. The link is also going to be in the description of this video because you got worms. I'm, I'm not about saying that anymore. It's a wellness kit. You can keep your worms, probably. It's a wellness kit. You got worms, you dirty bastard. Golly. Okay. So today, Sonia, I don't know. Did you see this? You sent me that thing. We're going to talk about a couple things. We got Tucker. Tucker's back. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we got CNN. So the CEO of CNN who took the place of the other guy who was a big old gross, like he had sexual assault. I don't remember why. I'm going to have to relook that back up, but it's something to do with that. He stepped down. The Mike Litt or Chris Litch took it over. And he's only been the CNN um, CEO for like a year, like less than a year, maybe. Was it less than, less than a year? But he's leaving. They announced it this morning. It looks like they side-blinded him. Here, I got the video. Look at this deer in a headlight shit. CNN. And the trustworthy. It's a trustworthy news network. Am I losing? Oh, no, we're still here. It's trustworthy news network. Here is their announcement. We have news now to report involving our own network. News to us here at CNN and you at home. CNN's chairman and CEO, Chris Licht, is leaving the network. Licht took over the network a little over a year ago. David Zaslov, the chairman of CNN's parent company, Warner Brothers Discovery, he just made the announcement at the network editorial meeting. For now, a leadership team will take Lick's place, led by Amy Antelis, who's the executive vice president of talent and content development, along with Virginia Mosley, the EVP of editorial, Eric Sherling, our programming EVP, and David Levy, our new chief operating officer. Sarah? Oh, poor CNN. They just can't seem to get it together. They just can't. I mean, we're all crying because CNN's the best network ever. Get out of here. Oh, I just threw my thing. CNN's terrible. Listen, you got some problems. You should probably just shut down. I got to move this back and back down because otherwise all you're going to be looking at is my head. We'll maybe cut that part out. Maybe not. We're, we're more fun. We're live. It doesn't matter. We're more fun live. Now, listen, it is not just... CNN and they're struggling. This is, let me pull this up. The way that the media is reporting this with CNN is that it's Trump's fault. It's all Trump's fault. Listen, I got Trump here at the end of this video too. He said some stuff that we need to talk about, but it's Trump's fault. So CNN CEO Chris Litch is out amid the backlash to the Trump town hall, broadsiding, both siding 
both sighting is that a word we looked that up both sighting the news isn't that what it's supposed to be they did not i didn't even really read this headline i should have they really did say both sighting <laughs> you mean bias unbiased isn't that the idea of listen just Here's what they're blaming it on. I think is why you held on to those documents when you knew the federal government was seeking them and then had given you a subpoena to return them. Are you them. ready? Are you ready? Can I talk? Yeah, what's you the mind? answer? Can, do you mind? I would like for you to answer the okay, question. Okay, it's very simple to answer. That's why I asked it. It's very simple to You're a nasty person, I'll tell you. <laughs> both sighting. I'm blown away that they both citing the nose. So New York, according to the New York Associated Press, Chris Lid is after a year of the chief executive of CNN following a series of missteps and plugging, I'm sorry, plunging ratings. The ratings have been plunging for a long time. David Zasloff, the CEO of CNN parent company, Warner Brothers Discovery WB, WBD 500%, announced the leadership change on CNN's morning editorial call on Wednesday. Now, I do have also a, give me one second. Ted Turner. So CNN founder Ted Turner is really unhappy with the turmoil at the network, according to his biographer. And it's very disillusioned. Ted Turner, who founded CNN in 1980 and stayed deeply involved for years, is very unhappy with the state of the turmoil at the cable news network. According to his biographer, who laminated the godfather of 24-hour cable news, is no longer well enough to step in and fix it. it is, just shut it down. Just listen. Listen, CNN is out. Mainstream media is out. And they just, they, they are. Nobody watches mainstream media. And the Fox News followed right along with that when they ousted Tucker. And we got Tucker here too. So while this is all happening at CNN, so this is announced this morning, CNN's collapsing. They've been collapsing for a while. They got rid of Don Lamont. Okay, nobody like Don Lamont anyway, but they got rid of him. They got rid of all kinds of, Rachel Maddow, she's CNN. No, she's MSNBC. She went and started her own podcast, which I, don't, I hate Rachel Maddow, but She's got the right idea is this is where the news is going to be going. And Tucker is kind of leading the charge with this. So while this happened this morning, Tucker Carlson came out last night on Twitter with his very first episode of Tucker on Twitter. And we're going to watch it. Now, this video is about 10 minutes long. I know a lot of people don't have Twitter. Um, and I posted this to TikTok and everyone's like, thank you. And can you continue to post these? I can't commit to continue, especially if he's going to do these every night. I cannot commit to posting these the Tucker episodes every night. But if you don't want to go back to Twitter, um, Tucker has got a, hold on, let me pull it up. Tucker has got a, you can send him a text. If you text Tucker to, I think it's 40 or 44055, then you will get on like a mailing list and you will get a link to where you can watch Tucker without having to re-download or go back to Twitter. And you just click on the link and it takes you right to Tucker's website. Tucker also has a website. It's tuckercarlson.com, which he's also posting these too. So again, if you don't, if you just, and I get it because Twitter was so bad to so many people for so long, I understand wanting to stay away. Um, you can do those two things and you can watch his nightly episodes if he continues to do these weekly. Now, if he has an episode where it's just fantastic and like we need to watch it and we need to talk about it, I'll post it here. We'll post it to TikTok um, and we'll just keep going. So we're going to talk or we're going to watch the first episode of Tucker Carlson on Twitter right here. Hey, it's Tucker Carlson. This morning, it looks like somebody yeah. blew up the Kokovka Dam in southern Ukraine. 
The rushing wall of water wiped out entire villages, destroyed a critical hydropower plant, and as of tonight, puts the largest nuclear reactor in Europe in danger of melting down. So if this was intentional, it was not a military tactic. It was an act of terrorism. The question is, who did it? Well, let's see. The Kokovka Dam was effectively Russian. It was built by the Russian government. It currently sits in Russian-controlled territory. The dam's reservoir supplies water to Crimea, which has been, for the last 240 years, home of the Russian Black Sea Fleet. Blowing up the dam may be bad for Ukraine, but it hurts Russia more. And for precisely that reason, the Ukrainian government has considered destroying it. In December, the Washington Post quoted a Ukrainian general saying his men had fired American-made rockets at the dam's floodgate as a test strike. So really, once the facts start coming in, it becomes much less of a mystery what might have happened to the dam. Any fair person would conclude that the Ukrainians probably blew it up, just as you would assume they blew up Nord Stream, the Russian natural gas pipeline, last fall. And in fact, the Ukrainians did do that, as we now know. It's not like Vladimir Putin is anxious to wage war on himself. Oh, but that's where you're wrong, Mr. and Mrs. Cable News consumer. Vladimir Putin is exactly that sort of man, the sort of man who'd shoot himself to death in order to annoy you. We know this from the American media, which wasted no time this morning in accusing the Russians of sabotaging their own infrastructure. Bill Kristol, the man who once told us that Saddam Hussein was responsible for 9-11, immediately denounced Putin as a war criminal and even more savagely compared him to Donald Trump. The rest of the pundit class made similar, clearly coordinated noises. Putin did it. Putin did it. And their reasoning was simple. Putin is evil, and evil people do evil things purely for the dark joy of being evil. In this specific case, Putin attacked himself, which is the most evil thing you can do, and therefore perfectly in character for a man that evil. That was their explanation. <laughs> No one who's paid to cover these things seemed to entertain even the possibility it could have been the Ukrainians who did it. No chance of that. Ukraine, as you may have heard, is led by a man called Zelensky. And we can say for a dead certain fact that he was not involved. He couldn't have been. Zelensky is too decent for terrorism. Now, you see him on television, and it's true you might form a different impression. Sweaty and rat-like, a comedian turned oligarch, a persecutor of Christians, a friend of BlackRock but don't believe your own eyes. Actually, Mr. Zelensky is a very good man. The best, really. As George W. Bush once noted, he is our generation's Winston Churchill. Of all the people in the world, our shifty, dead-eyed Ukrainian friend in the tracksuit is uniquely incapable of blowing up a dam. He's literally a living saint, a man in whom there is no sin. That's why Lindsey Graham is so attracted to him. They're just two good people hanging out together and being good. And like all good people, when they meet in person, they spend a lot of time talking about killing people and laughing like friends do. Here's the pair last week. Free or die. Free or die. Now you are free. Yes. And we will be. And the Russians are dying. It's the best money we've ever spent. Thank you so much. No, it's the Russians are dying. It's the best money we've ever spent, Graham says. A smile spreads across his thin, quivering lips as he forms the words. He looks like a starving man contemplating a breakfast buffet. The aroma of death has aroused Lindsey Graham. Thanks so much, replies Zelensky. He feels the same way. See, there's nothing dark here. 
just two middle-aged guys celebrating the killing of a population. They don't seem like the kind of people who'd enjoy flooding villages or starting a famine. And in any case, who cares if they are? It's really not your business. Your job is to support Ukraine. Watch Nikki Haley, a Republican candidate for president, explain this principle on CNN. A win for Ukraine is a win for all of us. And for them to sit there and say that this is a territorial dispute, that's just not the case. To say that we should stay neutral, it is in the best interest of America. It's in the best interest of our national security for Ukraine to win. We have to see this through. We have to finish it. See, (laughs) it's very easy to understand. It is vitally important for you to support Ukraine because it's necessary for Ukraine to be supported by you. Your support is mandatory until it's finished, whatever it is and whatever that means. So shut up and support Ukraine or else you're in trouble. Back when they still taught logic, statements like this were known as tautologies. Something is true because it is. The more you repeat it, the truer it becomes. It's a self-reinforcing reality. There was a time when tautologies were considered illegitimate arguments, not to mention hilariously stupid. Only dumb people talk like that. Now everybody in power talks like that. Diversity is our strength. Trans women are women. Zelensky is Churchill. It's all self-evidently true. Doesn't need an explanation and don't ask questions. Sound familiar? Of course it does. That's the pap they're serving us day after day in steaming lumpy portions. By this point, it's possible that American citizens are the least informed people in the world. Your average yak herder in Tajikistan knows who blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. It's obvious. Does he think some skinny dude in a dress is actually a girl? (laughs) Come on. That idea would never occur to him. You've got to be lied to at full volume over a period of years in order to reach conclusions like that. And of course, we have been. The media lie. They do. But mostly they just ignore the stories that matter. What's happened to the hundreds of billions of U.S. dollars we've sent to Ukraine? No clue. Who organized those BLM riots three years ago? No one's gotten to the bottom of that. What exactly happened on 9-11? Well, it's still classified. How did Jeffrey Epstein make all that money? How did he die? How about JFK? And so endlessly on. Not only are the media not interested in any of this, They are actively hostile to anybody who is. In journalism, curiosity is the gravest crime. Yesterday, for example, a former Air Force officer who worked for years in military intelligence came forward as a whistleblower to reveal that the U.S. government has physical evidence of crashed non-human made aircraft, as well as the bodies of the pilots who flew those aircraft. The Pentagon has spent decades studying these otherworldly remains in order to build more technologically advanced weapons systems. Okay, that's what the former intel officer revealed, and it was clear he was telling the truth. In other words, UFOs are actually real, and apparently so is extraterrestrial life. Now we know. In a normal country, this news would qualify as a bombshell, the story of the millennium. But in our country, it doesn't. The whistleblower's account ran on a technology website called The Debrief, which you've probably never heard of. The Washington Post had that story, but decided not to run it. The New York Times, meanwhile, just pretended it never happened. On the front page of the New York Times website this morning, there were five stories about Ukraine, as well as four stories apiece about Donald Trump, trans people, and climate change, the usual lineup. 
There was nothing at all about how an alien species is flying hypersonic aircraft over our cities. Not one word. So if you're wondering why our country seems so dysfunctional, this is a big part of the reason. Nobody knows what's happening. A small group of people control access to all relevant information, and the rest of us don't know. We're allowed to yap all we want about racism, but go ahead and talk about something that really matters and see what happens. If you keep it up, they'll make you be quiet. Trust us. That's how they maintain control. When Western tourists first started traveling in large numbers to the Soviet Union in the early 1970s, they found that many Russians had a completely warped understanding of the United States. They thought that Americans lived in grinding poverty in a state of perpetual race war and were desperate to flee to the freedom and prosperity of the Eastern Bloc. They thought this because that's what they had been told. They had no way to know otherwise. The few Russians who understood what was really going on in the rest of the world had learned about it from listening to shortwave radio broadcasts, sometimes under the covers so the neighbors wouldn't hear it. 50 years later, it is bewildering to consider the ironies here. We're the ones who live in ignorance now. The U.S. government has managed to classify more than a billion so-called public documents. So at this point, we can't possibly know what our leaders are doing. We're not allowed to know. By definition, that is not a democracy. Yet it's fine with the media. Secrecy is a powerful tool of control. Stop asking how we got so rich. Here's another story about racism. Go eat each other. That's the program. That's how most of us now live here in the United States. Manipulated by lies, silenced by taboos. It is unhealthy and it's dehumanizing, and we're tired of it. As of today, we've come to Twitter, which we hope will be the shortwave radio under the blankets. We're told there are no gatekeepers here. If that turns out to be false, we'll leave. But in the meantime, we are grateful to be here. We'll be back with much more very soon. Fucking aliens. He brought up aliens. I know. Now there was just a breaking report right before I started this video. So what he was talking about with the this the the non-man-made spaceships and the pilots of those ships, they're saying now that that is not uh factual. So write that down. What is that? They call it Project Blue Beam. Is that what we're gearing for? 2024, October, probably October would be a fantastic time because it's Halloween. Everybody's dressed up anyway. Could you imagine? They'd be like, oh my God, aliens shoot everything that looks like an alien. Or even better, they will put out like mandated costumes. Like you are not allowed to dress like an extraterrestrial for Halloween for your own safety. Okay. I'm. It's coming. It's coming. It is coming. Zork from the planet Gandalf is going to come out during one of these town halls and be like, listen, y'all are fucking things up and we're tired of it. Okay, he's gonna come out of the ocean because that's where aliens live. I know everybody thinks it's space and maybe it is, but it's probably not. Okay, so that was Tucker's first episode and it has currently, and that's what I was looking at here, it has 76.4 million views so far on Twitter since it launched 18 hours ago, which is like three times the anticipated viewers of his show used to get on Fox. And so the this is, I, I really do feel like Tucker is setting the precedence in regards to mainstream media and what you're going to see a lot of these news anchors do. And this is Tucker Unleashed. Like he's, he's held to a contract still with Fox News as far as I understand until after 2024, which 
Also, from what I understand, from what I read, it means he just can't come out and bash Fox News directly. Like he can't come out and, you know, totally, completely spill all of their secrets. So more to come from Tucker Carlson. I would sign up for his alerts if, again, if you're a fan. Um, and that way you don't miss an episode. I, again, I can't. I can't guarantee we're going to be consistently uploading these episodes of his. So I would sign up for that and, and you'll be able to get his episodes directly to your phone. What else do I have? I have, I have, well, I have, I have two more things. And this came to me too, just right before the, I started the video. We, the other day we were live here on YouTube, or I'm sorry, we were live on rumble uh, and we were streaming the town hall that RFK jr. Who is the, one of the, Democratic hopefuls for the 2024 election. It was a town hall that was hosted by Elon Musk and he had him and he was talking about kind of what his plan is. Eventually they got there. It was really kind of drawn out and boring um, because it didn't get really into the meat and potatoes. And I hope he's going to work on that. He has a tendency to ramble, uh, but he came out and talked to, obviously they asked him a lot about his stance on vaccines and whether or not he was going to be able to shake that legacy in order to uh, help kind of, with the other things that he needs to take care of, because right now he's just known as the anti-vax guy. And so there were a lot of questions of whether or not he was going to be able to shake that. But with that, then Trump had released a video and I'm going to play it here too, talking about not vaccines in, in particular, because we're not going to put that on YouTube. <laughs> I don't trust you, YouTube yet. I know you came out and you're like, we're not going to, yes, you are. You took my other videos down. You, you're not going to take down videos about election odd fray. I don't know that I trust that yet either. It's pretty vague. Anyway, Trump came out with a video where he was talking a lot about kids and big pharma. And I almost kind of wonder if it isn't a little bit of a response to the town hall, because the town hall that RFK Jr. did was a pretty big deal. There were a lot of people that were in there watching. Uh, there were a lot of people that had snipped it and then sent it other places. Uh, so this may or may not be a response, but it's a good video. And it's one that I feel like you guys need to see. So we're going to play it. Prevalence. In recent decades, there has been an unexplained and alarming growth in the prevalence of chronic illnesses and health problems, especially in children. We've seen a stunning rise in autism, autoimmune disorders, obesity, infertility, serious allergies, and respiratory challenges. It's time to ask what is going on? Is it the food that they eat, the environment that we live in, the overprescription of certain medications? Is it the toxins and chemicals that are present in our homes? Every year we spend hundreds of billions of dollars to treat these chronic problems rather than looking at what is causing them in the first place. Too often our public health establishment is too close to big pharma, they make a lot of money, big pharma, big corporations and other special interests. And does not want to ask the tough questions about what is happening to our children's health. If big pharma defrauds American patients and taxpayers or puts profits above people, they must be investigated and held accountable. When I'm back in the White House, I will establish a special presidential commission of independent minds who are not bought and paid for by big pharma, and I will charge them with investigating what is causing the decades-long increase in chronic illnesses. I understand Big Pharma, I believe, better than anybody else. I know where they're coming from. 
And then I will ask them to publish recommendations for how every American child can have a safe and healthy childhood. This is a conversation that is long overdue, and it's a conversation that American families deserve. American families must have this conversation, and they must have a leader, a president, who can do something about this problem. And I will do that. Thank you. Okay. <clears throat> I understand Big Pharma better than anyone else. Now, for those who have really been paying attention, Sonny knows where I'm going with this. Listen, when Trump was president in, from 2016 to 2020, right? Am I saying that right? He had asked Robert F. Kennedy Jr. to be on a vaccine, kind of a very similar thing, a vaccine team, the safety of vaccines, et cetera, et cetera. And at first, um, R.F. Kennedy, or at first Jr. was all about it, but then later dipped or the White House ghosted him or something happened. And the explanation that RFK Jr. gave was that they had found out that Trump had paid for the majority of his campaign through donors from Big Pharma. Something very similar to that. Okay. And there's documentation. Um, it, it's it's factual. Now, I don't know if that ran for through 2020. I want to say that was only 2016. So, and it'll be interesting to see if they help him fund his campaign this go around too. And we're going to look at that. So I want you to just chill your tits. Okay. Don't come at me. Don't come at me. I understand big pharma than anyone else. And he does because he worked with them to get campaign donations. So was he getting the donations or was he working with them to get information? I don't know. Um, he is committed to put this team together to really focus on big pharma's effect on young kids. And that is something I will forever stand behind. That is also something that RFK Jr. had wanted to do in a very similar fashion. They have very similar ideas. Uh, they're very similar on the, the gun control. They don't, they don't think gun control is, is the answer to any of this. They don't want to take any way anyone's guns. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see how this all pans out with him and with Trump and more to come, more to come. We will keep eyes on, on who's financing everybody's campaigns. Um, and we're just going to keep going from there. And that's all I've got. That's all I have for this video. I promise on you, I would keep it at 30 minutes or less. So I am, I hope you guys enjoyed it again. If anything like this comes up, we'll do more videos, <laughs> right? Sonia. Yes, we will. We'll probably do more of these pre-recorded videos and upload them just because it's it's easier and it's faster and I can do them in a shorter amount of time. Uh, so that's it. That's all I got. You guys, I love your faces. I hope you're enjoying your summers. I hope you're not getting too wrapped into everything that's going on. Make sure you take breaks, good breaks, good long breaks, uh, and stay. Just keep your head on a swivel, uh, but don't let this shit consume you, okay? All right. I love your faces. I will see you guys soon. Keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mama says hi and watch out for deer. Bye, guys. Back off, I'll take you on. Headstrong, you take on anyone. I know that you are wrong. You're headstrong, you're headstrong.